Welcome to Black Music Matters, a podcast that sheds light on the enormous contributions black musicians, singers, and songwriters have made to music the world knows as American music. I'm Arlene Corsano, and this podcast honors one of the greatest songwriters you probably never heard of, Rosemarie McCoy. And why haven't you heard of her? You probably know the name Carol King. There's a Broadway musical about her, and she's in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. But no such honors for Rose yet. Her legacy has been nearly forgotten. How come? Well, one reason is the way Carol King operated and the way Rose operated. Carol King made her way as a staff writer. There are benefits to being a staff writer. There's a steady salary and song pluggers to sell the songs and an organization to promote not just your music, but also your legacy. But Rose was an independent songwriter, not connected with any one music publisher. She explained to me that being on staff was like being in prison. They'd put you in a little cubbyhole of an office and they tell you when to write, what kind of song to write, even what artist you're going to write it for. No, Rose was too independent for that life. If she had been connected to one music publisher, that would have given the publisher reason to promote Rose's legacy. Maybe even by donating money to help ensure the organization would take notice of Rosemary McCoy's extensive song catalog. A catalog that contains over 850 songs. So many songs and such a diversity of styles, blues, jazz, rock, country, gospel. This podcast is just one way to honor the legacy of Rosemary McCoy. But there's so much to say about her. There's going to be another podcast about her in April, because April 2022 is the 100th anniversary of Rose's birth. There are other projects now being planned to honor Rose this year. One is a musical called Rose and Reparation. Reparation, not in the form of money, but reparation in the form of getting Rose the recognition she deserves. Here's one Rosemarie McCoy song in Rose and Reparation. It was originally recorded by Maxine Brown. And now here's Audrey Martel's singing See and Don't See. The only way I can get through the day I make up like it's yesterday. I wake up in the morning after crying all night long, laughing and talking like ain't nothing wrong. But if I ever face reality, well, I know, I know, I know it's gonna be the end of me.
I'm Audrey Martels, and in this show, I portray songwriter Rose Marie McCoy, a poor black farmer's daughter who broke into the white male-dominated business side of the recording industry in the early 1950s. Rose was a prolific and versatile writer. Nearly 400 artists have recorded her songs, many recording more than one. Elvis Presley recorded two. Nat King Cole, three, Sarah Vaughan, six, and on and on. Her first hit came in 1953 with a song called Gabin Blues. Like most of her early songs, it wasn't played on major radio stations or sold in most record stores, for even music was segregated back then. What people mostly heard on the radio was white singers singing songs written by white songwriters often with that one, two, three rhythm of the waltz from Europe. Maybe you never heard of Rosemarie McCoy, but I know you've heard her music. It could have been on the soundtrack of a radio or television show, or maybe you heard a new recording of one of her songs originally released decades ago, like Trying to Get to You, first recorded by a rhythm and blues group called The Eagles in 1954. In the past 60 years, Trying to Get to You has been recorded by nearly 70 artists, including Elvis Presley and Faith Hill. And two of her songs made it into Broadway musicals. One in Five Guys Named Mo, and the other in Tina, the Tina Turner musical. As much as I admire Rose's tremendous talent and accomplishments, I also admire her spirit. Imagine overcoming not only the poverty into which she was born, but also the racism and sexism of the music industry. Rose led the way for many successful female songwriters of the 1960s, who mostly succeeded as staff writers, working for music publishing companies. But Rose chose the more difficult path of working as an independent writer. Freedom was so important to her. The freedom to make her own hours, freedom to choose what to write, when to write, and where to write. No cubbyhole of an office for her. <laughs> this last song is not a Rosemarie McCoy creation. You've probably heard it many times, but with slightly different lyrics. I'll be singing the words that were popular when Rose was growing up in Arkansas. Maybe it inspired her to reach for the stars. This little light of mine 